Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. You're listening to episode five of With Heart and Wonder. It's such an honor that you're joining me here today. And I want to thank each and every one of you for being part of this journey over our first month. I can't believe we're at episode five already. It's been such an honor not just to have this opportunity to create, but this opportunity to connect. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you who reached out to share insights or reflections in the previous episodes. I'm excited to continue this journey together. In today's episode, I wanted to spend some time exploring this idea of spaciousness. It's a word and a theme that has become even more important to me over the last year. I often find myself reflecting on this concept and speaking this concept into my offerings, my classes, my workshops, and talking about how we might consider finding more little moments of spaciousness in our own days, our weeks, our lives to reconnect with that wisdom that is within us. When I think of this idea of spaciousness, I think of the being rather than the doing. In the month of January, many of my yoga classes, I was talking about this idea. How do we hold space in our lives for both the being and the doing? Because it doesn't have to be one or the other. Both of these modes of existence are so important to living a meaningful, balanced, fulfilling life. How do we make room and honor both of these ways of existence, the doing and the being? How do we honor both and the role that both can play? In the month of January, I was speaking a lot about how I find every year this month of January holds with it this interesting tension, this pull in both directions. When it comes to the natural world, there's this real encouragement if you live in a part of the world that experiences winter like I do in the month of January. There's this encouragement from the natural world to cocoon inward, to hibernate, to take time to cozy up and nourish, nurture, and soothe. What's interesting to me about the month of January is that this is in opposition to a social and cultural world where many of us find ourselves living, where January comes with it, this renewed push 
to be striving to new goals, new accomplishments, to get things done. There's this expectation that after the holidays, we return with vigor, with passion, accomplishing all that is in our path. And I think it's this pull, my own life, this pull between this encouragement of the natural world that is calling us inward, calling us to slow way down. And that pull of the social and cultural world, this expectation that we are getting things done. We are bringing ourselves to new heights. It's this pull that can really, I think, weigh on and generate a sense of fatigue in the month of January. It can make it feel like the longest month of the year. Or maybe it flies by so quickly. That at least was my experience this year. So there's this question, I think, of how do we, how do we appreciate and how do we make space for both the being and the doing, especially in those moments of time in our life, maybe related with a time of the year, the month, or maybe it's more our own calendars of our personal or professional life, those times and seasons where it is busy or there are these expectations of achieving, of moving forward? And how do we, in those moments, those seasons of life that are more full, how do we carve out these little moments to reconnect, to slow down, and to focus on the being? In many ways, for me, that's my yoga practice. That's what brings me back to the mat again and again. But over these last few years, I've played a lot with this concept of creating more moments of spaciousness. And so I wanted to today share some of the things that are working for me and some of the things that I have yet to perfect in the hopes that this might spark some conversations for you in your own life but where you can see these moments of spaciousness coming in and maybe where there's some room to grow. So the biggest lesson that I have learned in my journey with this idea of spaciousness is to really celebrate the little moments. I'm the type of person who very easily gets caught up when I have a lot on the go. And it's interesting, in fact, it drives my partner crazy. But I actually don't feel like it's a day off unless there is nothing on the calendar. Not just no appointments or meetings, but nothing on our to-do list. No groceries to be done, no laundry to be done. To me, it doesn't feel like a day off unless it is totally empty. There's... This feeling that I love of that spaciousness, that complete possibility. And so it can be challenging for me, and it has been this big lesson for me to start to learn how I can find moments of rest and celebrate those moments of rest when it doesn't feel like that's glorious, spacious day off. That is totally empty because to be totally honest, those do not come around that often. 
And oftentimes when there might be a hint of one, I set myself up for disappointment because life happens. Emails have to be sent. To-dos, errands have to be run. And it isn't all that practical in my own life to have that empty day. So one of the practices that I've been working with over the last few years is to really focus in on the little moments and to try and find equal excitement and celebration. When I take little moments to reconnect and to find that expansive sense of spaciousness. And it's these little moments that don't necessarily look like much from the outside. But these little moments where I can pause, take a few breaths, or just sit on my couch, in my car, in the bedroom, just sit for a few moments and just be. To let go of, for just a few moments, anything that I feel has to be done. Anything that I feel that is controlling me and to choose to just be. Simple. But it's these simple, these simple little moments, these touch points for a reconnection that totally change the way that I feel. It's almost like hitting a refresh button where I'm able to move forward, feeling more whole, more connected, more full. And so it's interesting because these additions of these little moments, I'm not moving right away from one thing to another, but trying to build space in between. Space that doesn't get filled with scrolling on my phone, space that doesn't get filled with reading or watching Netflix, But keeping the spaciousness to just be, that's it. It's the integration of more of these little moments to just be that has created a foundation of more sustainability. To the point where I just had the busiest month of my entrepreneurial life and potentially my career. I'd have to think about that a little bit more. But amidst all the busyness, I actually felt afloat. I wasn't necessarily in a space where I could have held a lot more, but I was in a space where it was just up until the end that I felt really good. And at the end, all that started to happen was a little dip in my feelings of emotional regulation a little more fatigue. But if I compare that to years past into these other busy seasons of my life, those other times are marked by indecision, by collapsing on the couch, by feeling like I can't even walk sometimes as I put myself to bed. And there's a real difference there. So in this past month, there was this element of carving out these little moments of spaciousness. But the other thing that I did, it really made a difference, which I've tried in different versions in the past, in different stages of my career. I approached it this time, though, with a lot more intentionality, was that I started to carve out 
moments. And in many ways, this is the thing that I am still working on. It is far from perfect. But when I look ahead in the coming weeks, I'm paying a lot more attention to the patterns, to knowing when in my schedule things are starting to fill and when I need to block time. Block time just for me. Because I know And in order for me to be my best self, in order for me to replenish, to regenerate, to grow and transform, I need that time for me. I am and have always been an introvert in the sense of re-energizing through time spent alone, time spent disconnecting. And I need that time built into my calendar or it tends to fill up way too quickly. There's this question that I've had posed to me in many different scenarios and situations in my life over the years. And this question of what would your ideal week look like? And someone actually posed this question to me back in December. And it was interesting to notice that I had just as much hesitancy and overwhelm in starting to think about answering that question as I did probably five, seven, ten years ago. For me, it seems like a really loaded question. And I think in part, it's because I have this tendency to think about how much can I pack in? How much can I fill into one week? And this is the tendency that I have with everything I do. How much can I do in one month, in one year? How much can I accomplish? And so often we live our lives like this, trying to see just how much we can squeeze in. And the trouble with living our lives like this is that we often come to this place where we feel like we haven't met our own expectations. In focusing on building more moments of being, rather than doing more little moments into my days and into my weeks. Part of that is about carving out a time of zero expectation. A time to just be exactly as I am. And to celebrate whatever that looks like in that moment, because that that's me, that's where I am. There's something really freeing about that. Really freeing for me about time, to be with no expectations. Time to celebrate the fact that we're not trying to grow or push ourselves or be more, but to just be exactly as we are. When I've been thinking about this question over the last few weeks of what does a perfect week look like? Then challenging myself to embrace this attitude of playful curiosity, to get curious, about what the elements and components of that week might look like for me. And even though there's this hesitancy to start to build more boundaries around how many private clients I see, how many workshops I do a week or in a month, how many classes I teach or I sub, as I've been starting to work through this and to start to think about the numbers, to start to think about what would feel really good 
the thing that's really encouraging is how that can all help me build a little more time of spaciousness. Time where I'm not running from thing to thing to thing. But there's moments in between to just pause and to reconnect. And we don't always have as much flexibility in our schedule as I do as someone who works for themselves. But we might consider in the schedules that we do have where we might find and carve out those moments. So a good example of this is I used to be found often, I used to work supporting a lot of different events at a higher education institute. And I would often be found just lingering a little longer than I necessarily needed to in the bathroom just to take a few extra breaths. Oftentimes when I am out and about, going from thing to thing, I'll take a few extra moments in my car. I plan to leave a touch earlier so that I have a few extra moments in my car to just recenter myself, to just be before whatever thing comes next. Another really lovely time is when I come home. Whether the day is done or maybe I'm moving forward to another thing, taking a few moments to just sit, maybe with a cup of tea, but challenging myself rather than checking my email right away or starting to scroll through social media, taking a few moments to just be. These little moments might not seem like much, but these little moments add up and create waves of change. Every time we take a little moment of spaciousness, it's an opportunity to reconnect and to take some of the pressure off. Over time, this can help us become more regulated in our nervous system. More moments without stress. More moments to come back to baseline. But we can also start to feel a lot more connected to ourselves. And what I've noticed is I'm way more connected to the rhythms of my own body, my own energy fluctuations, and I'm way more in tune with when I need to carve out those larger times of spaciousness because I check in more often. And so the question for consideration today is in your own life, where might you start to create more moments of spaciousness? And what might those moments look like for you Because there are no wrong or right answers. As long as it's time for you to just be, without having to focus necessarily on anything at all, time for you just to come home to yourself. Times of stillness, to sit with all the layers of your being. Time to be exactly as you are. And maybe thinking about creating more time for little moments of spaciousness helps you to reconsider where you might create some larger moments too and what that might look like. Whether it's taking a bath with no stimulation rather than listening to a podcast or reading a book. Whether it's taking time to just breathe when you wake up in the morning, letting your breath bring you deeper 
into your body and your mind. Maybe it's a yoga practice. For those that know me well, I really believe in the powerful effects of restorative yoga. These poses where we take stillness in a supported way for 10 to 15 minutes. I'm sure we'll do an episode all about that soon. What are the things that feel aligned for you if you're unsure of where to start? One of my favorite ways to connect into that feeling of spaciousness is to really focus on taking a deep, full breath and paying attention to that sense of expansion that is there within the inhale. That realm, that field of possibility that exists with each and every breath. That sense of spaciousness that is within us, in our bodies, and around us. Might play with that throughout your day as a way to come back to yourself and come back to this sense of possibility. I'd so love to hear from you. this little conversation today sparked any inspiration, any ideas where you might start to find more moments of spaciousness for yourself and what those might look like. You can reach out over Instagram. It's at Megan L. Johnston. You can head on over to MeganJohnston.com. We'll be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, I would be so appreciative if you took a few moments to rate or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also subscribe if you'd like to be notified when the next episode is available. I'm wishing you a day filled with so much spaciousness, space for possibility, and space to be exactly as you are. Keep living with heart and wonder.